0: Hey everybody and welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Burnt Popcorn. I'm your co-host Mike Laidman and I'm joined with none other than
1: Laura Laidman.
0: Each and every week we take a movie from our past and we have a look back and see if it's just nostalgia keeping our high praise of classic films afloat or if it really is the real deal and worthy of all the adulation. How are you doing, hun? i I'm okay. How are you? Good, good. It's finally, finally a sunny day. It's been raining all day, and I went upstairs a moment ago, and there's a nice sunset coming through the windows.
1: Oh, I was going to say, what are you talking about? It's been pouring all day?
0: Yeah, no, all day, pouring rain, gray, gross, and now, at the end of the day, it's actually sunny out. Oh, yeah.
1: well, what can you do? Yeah. Because well, now it is rest on the couch time.
0: It is rest on the couch time
1: and record a podcast
0: yeah let's do it in the basement where we can't see the sun at all
1: yeah but the acoustics are better yeah they're much better there you go yeah so what's new
0: we were vaccinated yeah we're fully vaccinated That's we got new. another
1: week and a half to go before we get the full effect of that uh double vax but we we're pretty much on the cool kids team now yeah
0: i i, I guess the the the, the the cool kids used to be whoever, like whatever shot you got, you know, like we were Pfizer oh, fam. Oh yeah,
1: Pfizer was the cool one. And now the cool one is, oh, just give me, I don't Just give me whatever care. the hell.
0: And now we're, we're actually in every camp. We were in the Pfizer camp. Well, and, we didn't get AstraZeneca. Well, no, no, but we got Pfizer and Moderna. We have one of each. I
1: was going to say, we got to go get that AstraZeneca now and then we can complete the full set.
0: Yeah. And can't then, get
1: Johnson & Johnson here though. No. Drive down we, to the States
0: who's gotten one of all three you know Has that'd it be tested? funny
1: if because your brother got astrazeneca first and yeah. if it comes out that for because i know a lot of places for travel are saying no to astrazeneca and england's having a lot of trouble people are like astrazeneca's fine it is yeah. fine what the heck and they're like oh we won't accept it i know top gear well the grand tour is having a big trouble trying to do a place to go because they are all astrazeneca vaxxed and mm-hmm. places are like oh no no no, that doesn't count here it's like it's, we're vaccinated it's just as good yeah so anyway so there maybe that will become a thing where people would be like fine i'll just go get a second shot of moderna or something and then they get all three you yeah. never know
0: you there's a know, cat butt I in say, my there's, face there's some serious cat butt in your face at the moment i thought he was gonna bite me at the beginning there he was he was hovering all over my feet and it would not be the first time he's bit me while we've been doing the show.
1: Yeah, but I did feed him, so I don't know what's going
0: on. I don't know what his problem is. He's just a needy boy. But this isn't a cat podcast. It this could be. And it is, <laughs> They're more popular than this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but this podcast, we will be looking at a movie. And this week, you decided that we will be looking at Lara Croft Tomb Raider, which originally hit theaters back in 2001. This summer, the planets will align. It was the Illuminati who swore to bring their ancestors back to life.
2: Time will stand still. Have you ever heard of the clock of ages? It gives its possessor the power of the light. And the fate of mankind. Eternal hell revived! Will rest in the hands of one. Mmm, don't start. You're quite an authority on things ancient and mythological. That's why I travel. It's an ancient clock. It was hidden in a secret room. It glows, but it's getting brighter, like it's counting down to something. You can build, destroy, move back and forth through time. The future is yours now, Lara. We're the only one with the strength to destroy the power of the light. We can be partners. You might try to kill me. I'm not gonna kill you. I said you'd try. Time to save the universe again then, is it? Absolutely. The biggest adventure
1: of the summer begins. Angelina Julie is Laura Croft.
2: This is where I start to have fun.
1: Okay, so it hurts my heart that this movie is this old because I remember it fondly. But it also hurts my heart that I realized as I was doing the facts for this month when it came out, Mm -hmm. episode 38, 32, 32, 32, we did Swordfish, which came out the week before this. So Mm -hmm. I've already done June of 2001. Okay. And I don't know if you remember June of 2001. It was really boring. Mm Mm-hmm. So, on June 3rd, we've got the TV drama Six Feet Under premieres.
0: Oh, wow. I've never seen a single episode Me of that either. show. I know it was good. Like, like I've heard it's really good. Yeah.
1: On June 5th, Tropical Storm Allison makes landfall on the upper Texas coastline. The storm caused $5.5 billion in damages, making Allison the costliest tropical storm in U.S. history. Not Hurricane Tropical Storm. Mm. June 7th, Tony Blair's Labor Party wins another landslide victory.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah, we're not really...
1: Not a first one, just that's-, that's It's that's... just a, yeah. And on June 10th, Pope John Paul II canonizes Lebanon's first female saint, St. Rafka, who is the patron saint of sick people.
0: Wow. Sounds like there was a lot going on that we hadn't already covered. <laughs>
1: God, 2001 up until the end of August was lovely. Just <laughs> nothing was going on. Yeah. Super boring. Everybody's like, who cares? We're good. And then let's not.
0: Get into what happens past August. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, box office. I'm going to just ignore what we talked about up to episode 32 mm-hmm. uh, because we, we already talked about, about it. it so swordfish was number one at the box office 18 million that was blown out of the water by lara croft tomb raider with a huge draw of 47.7 million it broke pokemon the first movie's record which was 31 mm-hmm. million for the highest weekend debut of a video game adaptation
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so, i love that it was pokemon and not like
0: I don't well, know, what, what else was, would have been out? Resident
1: Evil?
0: Resident Evil, I think, was 2002. <gasps> and so I think the only other Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat were the only other.
1: I'm sure there was other there's ones. There's probably
0: others, but those are the two that come to mind.
1: And then Scary Movies record, which was 42.3 for the highest weekend debut of a f- film featuring a female protagonist, not just featuring title character. Mm. Uh, a week later, it was beaten by. A movie that we will be doing on this podcast at some point, The Fast and the Furious, Mm -hmm. which took in 40000000 million.
0: I'm surprised you didn't pick it the second it became applicable.
1: You know what? The reason I haven't is because we rewatched the whole series not that long ago. Uh,
0: Okay. That would do it.
1: But like Nine just came out and I haven't seen Nine and I feel like I'm not going to want to watch the first one until we watch Nine. And as we were just discussing, I was like, oh, maybe we'll go to the drive-in. Maybe on a weekday we'll go to the drive-in. It won't be as busy. We'll get a babysitter go to the drive-in they don't start showing the movies at the drive-in until 10 p.m i fell asleep last night on the couch at like 9:30. i'm not going to start a movie at 10 o'clock at night <laughs> and then have to drive home that sounds like my hell so i would rather spend 30 dollars or whatever it's going to be to rent both those movies to watch in the comfort of my own home and then fall asleep than go see them at a drive-in okay in the cold It's raining here like crazy. Like, no. But we will watch both those movies. That Black Widow is the other.
0: I was wondering what the other movie was.
1: So the top movies of the year were Harry Potter with 317 million, Lord of the Rings with 313 million, and Shrek with 267. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, was number 15 for the year with $131 million.
0: Not bad, not bad.
1: No, much better than Swordfish.
0: Yes. (laughs) He's rubbing that in. Just.
1: Salt in those Salt wounds. in those wounds. Shall we?
0: Yeah, yeah. our
1: memories of this film. Well,
0: let's hit the memories up. So it was up.
1: my pick so I could discuss it.
0: You go first.
1: So my first
0: This memory- is episode 43 and you still haven't figured out who goes first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: really bad with patterns.
0: I guess so. But yes, 43 for you. You go first.
1: So I remember when we bought our first computer. Mm-hmm. We got a sample pack of games and one of them was a Lara Croft game. Old Polygons yep. Lara Croft. And I played and I could never get out of this one stinking room and it was right near the beginning.
0: Like it was the full game or just a demo?
1: I don't even know. I don't know. That's the stupid thing. I don't know. It was C ROM and I didn't know how to get out of this room. I couldn't figure it
0: out. And you're not gonna make it to a movie for ten o'clock if you can't stay asleep or wake during this podcast. <laughs>
1: Shut up. <laughs> it's because I'm sitting under a nice warm blankie. I gotcha. So, yeah, I could not get out of this room. I remember being super, but I would try over and over again, and I could and I should have just held on to this stupid game so that, you, like, for until I met you and you could have gotten out of this <laughs> stupid room. I don't even know which Tomb Raider it was.
0: Okay, here's a here's a weird but serious question What was she wearing? Do you remember?
1: Traditional green tank top and brown shorts.
0: Did she have a ponytail or yes. a braid? Ponytail. Okay. Then I think that's the second or third one cuz I'm pretty sure she had a braid in the first one.
1: If I saw a clip from it, I could it, There was a room with a pool and there was a bear. <laughs> okay. And that's all I remember. Okay. Not like a pool, but like there was a water feature you could jump into.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. There was a lot of swimming in those games.
1: Yeah. So, that was my history with the game. So when this movie came out, Angelina Jolie hottest ticket on the planet
0: yeah yeah like she was like this is a post gone in 60 seconds world
1: (laughs) this was a post her mackin on her brother on the red carpet world wasn't it yeah i think so yeah because that was for what was that movie
0: girl interrupted
1: yeah 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 when she won the oscar for that i love winona ryder though
0: so anyway one day we'll get a movie with her in it
1: one day we're gonna watch girl interrupted I've never seen it. You never see it? It's honestly, from what I remember, a very good movie. Yeah. So anyway, so Angelina, so, but this was like the movie that everybody had to see, and I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember liking it. I know I remember liking it. I know I remember renting it from the video store after it came out and watching it. I know I thought it was funny and clever, and like I was laughing at all the jokes, and I was. Uh, right into the action. I was like, wow, like in the robot fight at the beginning, I remember being like, this is so cool, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. You know, Lara Croft is the best, blah, blah, blah. I remember loving it.
0: Okay. That's good. That's good. You'd probably be surprised to know that outside of a few demos, I'd never played a Tomb Raider game until the reboot in 2013, I think that was that they did the reboot.
1: Where it's... A little less booby and a little more of an actual like,
0: yeah, a little a-
1: adventure game.
0: A lot more realistic. It, it was really funny because uh, the the joke was that that Nathan Drake ripped off Tomb Raider, Uncharted ripped off Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. and then to become popular again, Tomb Raider ripped off Uncharted.
2: Yeah,
1: I could see that. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's very they're very similar. The newer I, ones.
1: I'm not really shocked by that because. Well, no, they were available on PlayStation, right?
0: Yeah. The, the original Tomb Raiders were, it was computer and, and PlayStation. Okay. And then I was, was going to say,
1: well, they were computer games. You don't really computer game. But no, no, no. They were PlayStation games.
0: So. I've Yeah. There was, a, there was. Was it
1: because it was a lady and you didn't want to play as a lady?
0: No, I'm kidding. No, right? I think it has more to come, more to do with the fact that I didn't really love the demo that I I'd mm-hmm. played also i think it came also came more down to the fact because i it, literally the very first playstation i ever owned the, the one i bought it came with a demo disc with a demo for tomb raider 2 on it and i remember playing that demo quite often and like beating that demo but for whatever reason i never bought a tomb raider game i think it, i think it more or less came down to is you know so many games come in a year and at the time i was a young boy without a, a steady income so my 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 PlayStation games, I, I bought, you know, whatever was top of mind, and and that wasn't mm. what I was getting. I I did I got a Tomb Raider game. I remember being very interested. Like, obviously, I was a pubescent boy at the period of time these games were coming out. I was always very interested in the Tomb Raider franchise. I just never had one of the games. Like, I remember paying attention to what they were doing on PlayStation Two. Like, Tomb Raider: Angel of Darkness is the first PlayStation Two Tomb Raider and it was supposed to kick off a trilogy of games that was like a brand new story and it sold like crap and people hated it so it really? ends it ends on a cliffhanger <gasps> and they actually like the next game has absolutely nothing to do with it and yeah it, like i've i've always paid attention to this series like i mm-hmm. i've watched some like a really cool retrospective that they did that explains how they like all of the games Again, I've I've played the more recent games, the last the last three games. It's it's interesting. I don't know if you knew this, but the the series has actually split into the modern day. It is actually Tomb Raider. There's mm-hmm. the Tomb Raider franchise, which is the more serious, grounded stuff that we've been that we've been playing. And then there is also the Lara Croft series, which is a little more arcadey more along the lines like she's still wearing like the teal and and shorty shorts and
1: i've never heard of these there's
0: only they're not very big games they're like so there's two of them are co-op little action games Mm -hmm. where it's like you they're little like dungeon exploring games okay and then there's another game called lara croft go which i actually played on playstation vita and it's a puzzle game but it's done in the sense of like you are lara and you're you're doing moves around the board it's like it's almost like a chess game and oh. you you plan out like moves around. It, it it was fun, but it was very different from the you know mature you know Lara falls to her death and is maimed horribly games of oh. the last few years because that's I, that's something I've noticed about the last few Tomb Raider games. I don't know, like th- there was some heavy criticism too about this because when Lara dies in like the the 2013 reboot, it's always horrendous. Well, to be
1: like, fair what she's out there doing yeah when you would mess up doing these things there's a good chance it's not gonna go well
0: okay you. do you remember what the one death when you fall into the water and then you take a spike at the bottom of the head and it goes out the top of oh your yeah head? that's a little over the top yeah you don't remember like, like that no
1: i it's yeah, been, yeah it's, it's been, been a while 2013
0: yeah no, but uh, that, well, that one stuck with me. <laughs> that one did. But I mean, that that's the game where you like fall down and a rebar comes through you and you have to like pull it through you in like by spamming the square button, <laughs> you know, like a little dark. But anyway, I enjoy those games. This movie, which I really should like, I wanted to get into a little more of my history with this, the franchise before I talked about the movie itself. The movie, I remember for the same reasons that I w- was interested in the games. Oh, I'm interested in the movie because I was a pubescent boy <laughs> that yep. came out at the time. And Angelina Jolie was announced and again, a pubescent boy. So I was very interested in, in all of the goings on. I remember seeing it in theaters. I remember I got my dad to take me. I, I, I seem to remember I was trying to be like, oh, yeah, it was uh, a video game. Well, yeah, it's a video game, but he didn't he didn't know anything about it. But more more along the lines of like, it's like the mummy. You know, like trying to frame it like the mummy.
2: Okay, I, you could,
0: know? I could see that though. And meanwhile, I'm like, I oh, hope there's some boobs in it. I mean, like I knew there wasn't going to be boobs. But I hope I was hoping to be titillated.
1: And Were you?
0: I would say I was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. The reason why I picked this movie is because you just beat the last team, Tomb Raider movie. And I was sitting here. The last wa- Tomb
0: Raider game, you mean? Yep. Yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which...
1: Yeah, so I'm sitting here watching you finish off some DLC or something like that. And I was like, I'd watch the Tomb Raider movie again. Mm -hmm. So that's when I said, let's do that. So yeah, and then jumping into the movie, if we may. Mm -hmm. My first thought, this movie starts out at every moment of this opening of this movie.
0: Yes. So
1: 2001. Mm -hmm. If there's any question of when this movie came out... The lighting, the music, the visual effects, the the camera work, everything about it—it's just like, hey, did you know it's two thousand one? You weren't sure? Let me jam it down your throat. Yeah, it's two thousand one.
0: Let me put some basement jacks on for you. (laughs) You know,
1: like it's just so two thousand one, and I'm like, because she's fighting this robot, and like, it's cheesy, and the camera work is weird, and the jump, like the way she's moving around, is like. Okay, it's, it's not- a
0: post Matrix world. Yes, where, like they're trying to not do bullet time, but they're trying to do like Hong Kong wire stunts. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then so, but it's set up that Lara Croft is a badass.
0: Yeah, immediately. The- yeah, they're like, oh, look how badass she is. She shot this robot like it was nothing. Yeah. And and the whole thing with like oh the the whole point of this entire robot fight was so she could put on her tunes. She's cool like that.
1: Well, no, the whole point is training. It's training, yes. And then to like, but at the end, she puts on her tunes and she's so cool.
0: Well, the one thing that I thought that was so silly in this this whole sequence, so she, she's fighting the the robot and and all of this stuff. And I cannot remember the name of that term, but it's it's basically it's an effect when you're watching a movie and you're hearing music. And then it turns off that like uh, the character you, you're you're following is like walking down the street wearing headphones. And then they take the headphones off and the music you're playing fades out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I forget what th- there's actually, that's a term. There's a term I for that. Know. I forget what it's called. It's like a pneumatic soundtrack or something oh, along those lines. Okay. Yeah. And when she defeats the robot, the weird drum and bass song that's playing like fades out. So the the music that we've been hearing throughout this entire sequence has been blasting from the robot as she's been fighting it like oh. like it's not actually like there's, there's not but
1: that's sort of like a, but that's what's happening yeah. like
0: because because she sh- stops it and the music stops and then she puts new music in and then it starts playing the new music so it's like so that robot was blasting that weird drum and bass song the entire fight
1: that would be annoying
0: i mean hey if you're super cool that's and that's how you train speaking <laughs> right. is super
1: cool mm-hmm. so after this hard robot fight yes angelina goes to have sorry laura Lara goes to have a, a spicy shower yes and i'm like what, what? oh right this movie was made for 17 year old boys
0: yes <laughs> i was a 17 year old boy when this movie came out
1: oh my gosh you were <laughs> you were the target demo I was
0: the target demo for this movie <laughs> And I was very satisfied that they started the movie with a shower scene
1: because, like, she's flipping her hair. It's like an Herbal Essences comp- computer Co- commercial. Yeah, she's flipping her hair. You get a little bit of side boob silhouette. Mm-hmm. Like she, Which she's just... look at
0: that side boob at the end too when she gets out of the the shower and the, the butler's like, "Here's a towel." She's like, "I'm not a lady." Side boob.
1: Yeah, yeah. The whole <laughs> thing is she's not a lady. She's a yes. Tomb Raider. But no, and I'm because okay
0: i i did also just because you said it i did like that they kept dropping tomb raider like it was like some term that yeah, like like it you not know. An no, you're tomb raiders but- all of you are tomb raiders <laughs> like three different characters are identified as tomb raiders throughout the movie
1: yeah i didn't realize this is a profession you could get into <laughs> yeah like put it on my linkedin
0: yeah i went to university for three years to be a tomb raider
1: actually a <laughs> master's
0: in archaeology is probably be a good six or seven Oh well. And that's
1: it, just a master's. If you well, have the, your PhD. The
0: Tomb Raider is an elective that comes at the oh, end. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's more of a certificate. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, because there's been, thankfully, quite a few action movies the last few years mm-hmm. where there's strong female characters, like the first Wonder Woman,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Captain Marvel, the new Black Widow, I've heard, because we haven't gotten to see it yet. Da, 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 da. so i'm like okay strong female character blah blah movie for oh this is not a movie for girls no <laughs> like those other movies are movies for men and women and everyone in between don't get me wrong but like i was hoping this was going to be like that
0: and then i'm what because as a like, when you watched wonder woman you came out of that movie feeling empowered 100 when you especially when she went into no
1: man's land and she was like Bitches get behind me because I'm kicking ass. I was like, yeah.
0: And when you watch this movie, you came out of it feeling like you've watched a a masturbatory fantasy for a 17-year-old boy.
1: No, (laughs) but I was like, I was, I remembered it being a little more like, yeah, Laura's so cool. And Mm -hmm. then watching it now, especially having these other movies to compare to. I remember at that point, what other movies did I have? to compare it to Mm -hmm. for like strong female characters, movies that are out now for strong female characters to compare it to. I have a few more choices. Not that we're glutton for choice, but we have a few more. Mm -hmm. So, which is lovely because you know, but in 2001 beggars can't be choosers. So can I, now that we've discussed this movie is for 17 year old boys. Can I also discuss this movie is not, for astronomers oh so i was wondering
0: Uh yeah
1: immediately we get into like she finds this clock in her walls
0: yes the the (laughs) the prophecy of the illuminati and uh yeah yeah the planets must align and then you can travel through time or no no not even travel just control time you can
1: control time yeah doesn't really explain how
0: yeah because they keep talking about like you'll have the power of a god so god's only power is to Control time? What, what else is there? Even does though do? she
1: does have the power, she's not very good at it.
0: Not really, no.
1: So, anyway, planetary alignment. Impossible.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Plus, this is before Pluto wasn't a planet again.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: So, the last time the planets even appeared in the same section of the sky together was in 949 AD. Mm-hmm. And it won't happen again. Until May six, two thousand four hundred
0: and ninety two. So their dates were a little wonky. Then you're saying
1: they're kind of like just any other cult where it's like, oh, we got our math wrong. It's actually let's push it's it. It's actually
0: let push it. There was peanut butter on the page. <laughs> yeah, like
1: they're not. They're not. It's impolite. I was like, because again, watching this at like I would have been sixteen,
2: mm-hmm.
1: watching it then. I was like, oh, so cool. I'm a 16 year old girl. I love astrology and planets and, ooh, planetary alignment. Wait, do you mean
0: astronomy? No, astrology. You mean astrology. Okay. Yeah. Just being fair, because you you weren't talking about Scorpios, you're talking about planetary alignments here.
1: But according to astrologers, mm-hmm. everything is controlled by the movement of the planets through the sky when you're born or oh, something. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Shit. So, like real science, astronomy, this doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. but as a 16 year old girl i thought it was so cool because as a 16 year old girl i thought i i thought astrology was real
0: okay there you go now i get it now
1: so i'm just clarifying one is real and this movie is impossible
2: mm-hmm.
1: and one is fake and so is this movie yes <laughs> So anyway
2: anyway <laughs> so
1: i was very curious and it is impossible for the planets to align which makes a lot of sense because like
0: it's kind of the plot point of a lot of movies too yeah it's a dumb plot
1: point <laughs> you only used a <laughs> side of your brain
0: <laughs> okay let's, same i yeah same dumbness right anyway are we just gonna go through random tropes <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing no okay good no we're talking about tomb right yeah yeah yeah
1: so anyway
0: so okay so i want to bring up this one scene
1: Yes, please do.
0: Okay, so the scene where after she finds the clock in her walls,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which isn't really a clock. I, I don't know what It they,
1: is a clock of sorts. It is counting down to something. It's more of a timer.
0: Yeah, it's it's less of a I mean I I like that I like that they disguised it in a clock, but I did it <laughs> I don't know if you caught this, but it really was like, "Huh? What? 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 Like when he is putting taking the clock apart right right before lara hits it Mm -hmm. and i mean i assume that this was just done for the simplicity of the shot right before lara hits it it's basically like here's a clock and then a compartment that has this other thing in it very obviously in it Mm -hmm. and then it's another piece and those two parts are stuck together yeah (laughs) like like it was literally like they're like, oh, if we take it apart carefully, well, maybe we'll see this thing inside. And it was like, just slide it at the bottom, man. <laughs> like yeah. it's right there; you can yeah. see it. Anyway, she gets this clock. She takes it to her friend Wilson, who's like some, you clock. know, some clock clockometer. He, well, he's some sort of clockologist. like archaeologist. He's like an antique guy. He's clockologist. Because she goes, because she goes, <laughs> well, she goes to she goes to an auction.
1: Clockologist.
0: <laughs> she goes to an auction, and I don't know, like take this what how you will about the rest of the movie but the auction scene is actually was actually my favorite part of the entire movie
1: it was pretty funny
0: she she rolls in and she spins the chair around and sits next to this fuddy-duddy old dude and gives him a look when she puts her feet up like what are you going to do about it and it was just it was just that was very funny and then she sees Mr. Wilson and waves and and, and bids like two and a half million dollars for some. No, art. it was two hundred and fifty million or something like that. Yeah, well, some ridiculous some ridiculous millions of dollar price for for something. And she's just like, Oh uh like like the 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 reaction that that Angelina jolie does in the scene was very funny. Yes. And the the entire sequence up until somebody else bids and she's like, Whew was was just very well done. And I thought that was it was one of my favorite parts of the movie. So after that scene ends she goes and she talks to Mr. Wilson.
1: Clockologist. The
0: clockologist. Who is the most worthless expert I have ever seen in any film. Because she explains everything Han, you, to him.
1: You don't understand. He's lying. He knows exactly what it is.
0: Still, he does know He's exactly. Lying. Okay, but here, here, here's the thing. He does know what it is right and he's mm-hmm. lying and then he sells her out and he 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 does this whole thing where he's like I'm sorry Lara why there's nothing that says why he sold her out there is no plot point where they're like oh yeah we were threatening his kids or you know like oh yeah Mr. Wilson he's been in Illuminati all along like there's literally no reason I think
1: you just need to assume that he has ties to the Illuminati because everybody does apparently uh-huh. And you know they got him by the balls.
0: Okay, I guess
1: that probably that he's like, it's my duty to report it no matter what my heart wants. Uh-huh. You know, or they'll Maddy. cut off my
0: balls. Pretty <laughs> much, something. but no, he's
1: not worth it. He's just it's it's already a fairly long movie. We don't need a whole scene about the
0: clockologist. It didn't even need to be a scene. It could have just been like a
1: throwaway line of dialogue. When he does, yeah,
0: where friggin' Jorah Mormont throws out, you know, like, oh, Mister Wilson is uh, under duress. Like he, or
1: he's like he's a loyal member of the Illuminati.
0: Yeah, anything, any any explanation, even if it was four words, was more interesting than what we got.
1: So speaking of Jorah Mormont, yes, Ian uh, Ian Glenn.
0: Glenn, yeah.
1: Who dyed his hair?
0: I know, right?
1: It's so bad. It's
0: so bad. It.
1: Okay. So years and years ago, uh-huh. when I lived in the middle of nowhere, and there was nothing to do on summer vacation from school, every day I'd watch Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman.
0: Is he in that? No. Okay. It's not that
1: I know of, but I remember there's one scene with the old guy who runs the general store. He dyes his hair with tar, and that's what Tora Mormon looks like in this movie.
0: Oh my god!
1: It looks like someone literally took like some tar and was like, "Good enough." It's (laughs) so bad. It's kind of greasy and it's not natural. And
0: like, it's way too dark.
1: Of man, way too dark. They did him dirty. Yeah.
0: Can Can we also talk while we're on the subject of him that he? What is his character? <laughs> he's a very weird, kooky dude. You know? a,
1: okay, so his motivation is he wants to rule the Illuminati.
0: Yes, I, I got and that.
1: Control time and be a—he's power hungry.
0: He's power hungry. Yes, but he's like, oh, I'm going to throw like when he, where he meets Lara, like is a very, very weird place. Like, yeah, and then like he's a lawyer. Toward- he's a lawyer. He says he's an he's an antiquity lawyer. So that like that's that's the excuse that he's kooky. Like you know, like he's having like like foot massages and things like that during during his villain speeches. Like
1: he they go for the full on stereotype of having the petite Asian woman, yeah, like walk on his back and stuff. Yeah, like like, ooh, two thousand one. You were different
0: time. I remember. I remember him being in it, and so
1: did I. Okay, I remembered him being in it, and I forgot Daniel Craig was in it. I yeah. I thought he was the guy who gets stabbed and was the good guy. Not even good guy, the ambiguous guy?
0: He's another Tomb Raider. <laughs>
1: yeah, I thought he was the ambiguous guy, but Daniel Craig is the ambiguous yeah, guy. Daniel Craig. He was... does a pretty good American accent, though, Daniel Craig.
0: It was weird. Uh, there was a few spots. like When he first showed up, I thought he was actually still trying to do like a different British accent.
1: Oh, no. I, I feel like he was okay. I mean, he's gotten better since, again, uh, like Knives Out and stuff, but yeah. that's a a bit over the top. But
0: Daniel Craig though, a bit of uh, eye candy for the ladies. There's some equal opportunity shower sequences in this this is
1: true, and I do appreciate it. And I did make a note of this. I do appreciate that uh, because this was before Daniel Craig really made it big. And this this is one of the movies that kind of put him in a spot where it's like, well, maybe Bond in the future, the action movie, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. He doesn't do a lot of like he climbs that water Clock thing, yeah. But like, he's pretty ripped, and and he
0: has a fight. He fights those the cave monsters, the temple.
1: Oh yeah, things. yeah. I forgot. Yeah, he manages to be a one man rope pulling
0: machine. Oh my god, the one man rope pulling machine. thing. Because
1: like there had this whole they, army yeah. of,
0: I would assume enslaved villagers. I assume, but they like
1: celebrate like crazy when it comes down, like the walk.
0: Well, maybe down. maybe they're like just they hired the locals or something. I don't, I don't know, but like, but okay, but the point you were trying to make is they're like, we need to double our efforts and we need to hurry. So Daniel Craig pitches in and no one else does just Daniel Craig. Joins all these the like line. army guys. Yeah. And that's the, that's the motivation they needed to pull the, yeah, the it was just his bit of
1: extra strength. Got that wall coming down. Didn't he, I feel like it looked pretty rickety that I probably could.
0: Pull but then, but then. I pointed this out. I stopped the movie and rewound it. He teleports. Yeah, he tell they they go from a shot of him standing like way back in the line of people holding the rope to a shot of the the rocks starting to crumble, and then it cuts to the rocks falling down, and he's standing next to it, diving out of the way of the rocks. Yep, he teleports across the room, and then. After he it's done, need the he's, triangle. he's still there. Yeah, he doesn't need the triangle. He's already got powers over time. <laughs> he probably raided them from some tomb. <laughs> Must have. All the tomb raiding he does but on the side.
1: thankfully, Lara Croft found an easier way into this scene. Because they're all looking for the same pieces of this triangle. Yes. So Lara found an easier way in. And then we get our creepy kid scene.
0: Our first creepy kid scene.
1: Why are there creepy kids? They're just running around giggling.
0: Yeah. I didn't get it.
1: I don't get it. Yeah.
0: And then she's like over there, and then disappears.
1: Yeah, I'm like...
0: And then a different creepy kid shows up later and is like, don't try to meet your dead father, Laura, and then like disappears. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like,
1: there's there's too many creepy kids. Too
0: many creepy kids.
1: But the context of the creepy kids is a bit weird. And that's, okay, at this point, it was... Because once they're in the, the tunnels, uh, not tunnel, but in the, the temple, mm-hmm. and... They're working together to get this triangle, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, we get into this, like, not bullet time you mentioned, but other effect with camera work. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: hmm
1: Which was, like, my thought as I'm watching, I'm like, this kind of feels like a music video.
0: It, you know what with the way the soundtrack was maybe it was a music video <laughs> so i looked <laughs> like up the, what the,
1: the director has previously done was
0: it music videos
1: he's done movies at but like he got to start in music videos including never gonna give you up
0: nice
1: so i thought that was and this is about the scene where i started to real like if like just the cuts yeah. and stuff i'm just like it kind of feels music video mm-hmm. and there you go i don't know how when i again when i watched this when i was a teenager seeing a- it keep saying angela seeing laura jump on that swinging thing yeah i'm like yeah she's so cool watching it now i'm like i mean i get whether i, I just i don't see i don't see it being physically as possible as i once thought it yeah, was yeah
0: like her jumping onto it shouldn't really have added too much more like they should have added a l- slight ad- bit of momentum, and then that's it.
1: What they should have done is thrown some ro- ropes up on it and pulled from the bottom back and forth. I yeah. feel like that would have been much more
0: effective. You'd think. Oh, but then. But then. Mecha Shiva. Shiva shows up. You know what the f- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the f- thing that I thought, too, because I was like, well, this is ludicrous. <laughs> when everything started, like, all the robot, like, the the tomb robots started showing up. Like, yep. I mean, obviously, they're not robots, but they're like magic statue guardians of some kind. My first thought was, this is ludicrous. But then I thought about it for a second, and I'm like, no, this is way more in line with what the games were like at that point. Yes. Like, the games now are much more grounded, and there's a little bit of supernatural stuff in them, but you're not really fighting, you know, statues that come to life. Kind of a thing. Yeah. like, But that's kind of what happened in the original Tomb Raider. Like, there's... In the first Tomb Raider, there is a sequence where you go around a corner and a T-Rex comes walking out. And there is no warning for, like, guess what? Dinosaurs. You know, like, it's just...
1: Were the dinosaurs in the second one?
0: Um, Or I'm, only in the first one? I don't know.
1: Because if it was... If it was only the first one, then I had a demo for the first one.
0: One of them has Velociraptors in it as well.
1: Yeah, it had. I remember there was like Velociraptors.
0: Okay, well,
1: it was, I think on the the sleeve it came in.
0: Okay, so that was probably the first one then. So it was the first one you were probably playing.
1: Possibly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then she jumps off a waterfall, but doesn't just jump. She She's a swan dive.
0: She does a swan dive, yeah. and I'm
1: like, okay, water safety. <laughs> you don't. Dive headfirst into water that you don't know how deep it is. Mm-hmm. It's just step one. Like, why couldn't she jump in feet first? It seems like it would have been much safer.
0: She's a daredevil, hun. She's a tomb raider.
1: She could have broken her neck.
0: Speaking of things that she could have broken her neck, we we would be remiss if we glossed over the scene where she is bungee jumping. Oh my in god! Her how house. did I
1: forget about that scene? Yeah.
0: What the hell is she even doing?
1: Okay, again as a teenager Uh i would have killed for that aerial what the hell is ballet acrobatics
0: yeah she's doing like air ballet or something yeah
1: it's like aerial ballet or some crap and like i i remember being like again 16 being like oh that's so cool i'd love to have that in my house doing uh, the spins and the flips and just elegantly and then she has a huge fight with like a whole bunch of
0: with another out of place licensed soundtrack song
1: yeah a lot of like british electronica
0: okay you know what the funny thing is is i had i had the album mm. i had the album on cd for this for this movie why because i thought it was cool it had where's your head at Inet, hun? where's your head at where's it at it had fat boy slim on it and the fat boy slim song was this song the song that takes place in this fight song fight sequence. The weird thing about it. And it's not the first fat boy slim song that he's kind of done this with is he took a song that he already had and they just did different lyrics over it. Interesting. Yeah. So like the version in the movie has no lyrics whatsoever, but the version that's on the soundtrack has different lyrics than the fat boy slim song that is on the album that I had because I I had a whole bunch of Fatboy Slim albums. I really liked Rockefeller Skank and and, Okay, Rockefeller
1: Skank was big. Uh, She's all that, man.
0: Yeah, so I grabbed a few of his albums after that because I really liked his music and he has on one of his albums, he has a song called Michael Jackson and it is that song, but for whatever reason, the version on the Tomb Raider soundtrack is not about Michael Jackson, it is Illuminati and it's because the whole song is like Illuminati secret society do exist like it was weird it was weird
1: oh can can we hear more of your, your illuminati english rapping
0: that's not it wasn't in english it was like well it was in english but you know, I, I mean,
1: mean england in english
0: england english it was like illuminati that's how the song went i should find like a clip and play it and then you could please see. do yeah
1: not right now but like for the show
0: yeah for the show
2: Illuminati, a secret
1: society do exist. Illuminati, t t t t t Also, okay, so the whole thing about this movie. Yes. My, I think my biggest quarrel, the whole thing.
0: We're bringing this into the end here?
1: Well, yeah, i get getting there. Okay. But she gets, she, she gets the first piece. Yes. So that's great. She knows that they're going to be using these pieces if they get both of them to like control the world
0: to Ian Glenn the world
1: why doesn't she just destroy it or hide it or run away with it and then they can't control the world
0: considering how easily she destroys it later she just shoots it
1: like why wouldn't she like the whole goal is Lara is supposed to be like the good guy she should be saving the world from the Illuminati taking it over yeah what? Well,
0: I mean, I guess they needed her to to put it together so she could have that moment with her dad.
1: I remember that being a big deal with, you know, because... Because it
0: was, yeah, her actual dad.
1: Well, not just that, but apparently, like, you know, they're, the relationship's always been bad and blah, 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 And so she asked him as, like, an olive branch to do the movie. Yeah. And turns out he's a complete wackadoo anyway. Uh, so. Yeah,
0: especially nowadays. Jeez.
1: Yeah, I've heard some... My favorite thing about John You've s- <laughs> You've seen Mission Hill?
0: <laughs> I've seen Mission Hill, yes.
1: And there's the older guy who runs the theater and he takes the the teenager under his wing, Kevin under his wing. And he's like, "Oh, that's John Boyd before he started looking like a raspberry." <laughs> 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 and it's so true because he looks like a raspberry. <laughs> whoever wrote that line is genius
2: uh-huh.
1: anyone listening to this podcast go watch measuredale it's so good it's probably like two of the best simpsons showrunners of all time it's one of my favorite animated adult cartoons it's so good but he looks like a raspberry <laughs> so that's <it's> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, back to the movie. Back to the movie. So yeah, I guess that's the reason why is so that but also when she gets like when the, the triangle is formed, and her and, and Ian Glenn have this whole like, who's gonna get it? My God, that sequence.
1: It reminded me of Cube.
0: What the hell?
1: When they're running up the triangle? They're
0: running up the triangle. It reminds me of
1: like cube two hypercube.
0: And then he like falls and he's like, Oh, have you ever seen Cube? I've never seen Cube, or Cube Two, Hypercube. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the part of Cube where the thin guy who's in a lot of stuff, a lot of Canadian productions, gets like, oh, what is it called? Where he gets vivisected. Like, vivisected. Yeah, that's like the only thing I, I've seen in that movie.
1: I think vivisection is actually like dissected when you're alive. Is, what else it's something different
0: it's yeah because he's like cubed up like he gets cut in he tiny gets cubed
1: pieces in cube. he's cubed he falls into a trap cube is great but yeah it that's what this remind- for some reason i was like are we watching cube 2
0: hypercube because <laughs> like it just gets really weird like it's, it's like a 30 second sequence of her like fighting in like this void on top of a pyramid <laughs> like
1: Oh, yeah, I guess it would have been a pyramid, not a triangle.
0: Well, yeah, they were, well, I don't know. I
1: running... triangle run reminds me of cube. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not pyramid. It's All the shapes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they could have been running up the side of the triangle, right? I
1: guess. That,
0: that would have looked very pyramid-ish. But yeah, he like, she like jives and knocks him out and he's like, oh, and it's like a weird effect. And like it was just then, very odd. And speaking those weird effects, but John odd.
1: Voight, they do the flashback to his death. It wasn't even 2001. That was so 1994. The way he, like, gets shot and falls or whatever. It's just, I was like, this isn't even 2001 at this point. This feels like 1994.
0: Yeah, it was a weird.
1: Also, speaking Why of, was he
0: on a mountaintop? top? the <laughs> Tomb Raiders, I, and there was a tomb in the mountain. But they were, like, standing on top of a mountain in front of a lake. <laughs> like, just, whatever. Anyway, it was weird. Also, she freezes time, stops Ian Glenn from killing, from killing Daniel Craig, and it's, like, this big moment where it's, like, I beat him and then he just gets up and talks shit to her and then it becomes mortal combat <laughs> because because it, 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 he, he's just like let's fist fight
1: but she okay i gotta say she throws a sick hater to his throat and that'll stop someone cold you hit that right because it's a hard hit mm-hmm. so i mean like i buy it also also mm-hmm I realized because they go to Siberia for the second one, right? So she's wearing like this white coat and snow. She's wearing the most night or 2001 makeup of all time. I was going to say 1999. I mean, it all blends together at that point. The white frosted eyeshadow, the concealer lips, the whole thing. I was like, that was like the style I idolized in 2001. I wore frosted eyeshadow every day. I wore like nude lipstick. All the time. Mm-hmm. That was that was the hot shit in 2001. But at the end of the movie, she's not wearing a no frosted eyeshadow. She's looking like a lady. She's a
0: big lady. A big lady. Well, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm...
1: But she's still badass because she whips out her guns and we close on a freeze. Yeah, frame. freeze. The
0: freeze frame ending was very like.
1: And that's what where your head at plays, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was very weird. Like, the, just the ending was—it was ve- a was very abrupt. Like, and she's still tomb raiding. you Yeah, know? like, like it. I don't know. It was a very weird stop to the to the movie. It's like the it's like the writers' room was like, all right, so she's experienced growth and now what? Guns. Give her their guns back. Yeah. Bam. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, here's a sequel, maybe.
1: And then there was. There was. It didn't do well.
0: I don't remember if I've seen the sequel or not.
1: I've seen it. I don't remember it. At I feel all. like
0: I would have tried to see it. See,
1: this movie I know I've seen several times. The sequel I think I saw once.
0: Yeah. <sighs> so there you go. That was Tomb Raider. That was Tomb <laughs> well, sorry. Raider. That was Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is a different movie. Tomb Raider.
1: Lara Croft. Isn't there Lara Croft, There's Lara Croft, Tomb
0: Raider. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, and the Cradle of Life. Yeah. And then Tomb Raider, which is the reboot that is based on the rebooted video game franchise that came out in 2013. There you go. Yeah.
1: I like that movie.
0: Yeah. And it's got, what's her face? Ex Machina. That was a good movie. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought of this movie. But critics in 2001 had their own thoughts. So, Laura, why don't you fill us in on some past reviews?
1: Would it surprise you to know... That this movie currently holds a twenty percent wow at forty seven percent audience score. On I knew Rotten Tomatoes. It was, I
0: knew it was going to be bad, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad, but it is a video game movie, and they tend to be pretty bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What was the one that came out that was actually really highly reviewed? It was a video game? It was movie. a video game movie. I mean, compared to video game movies, so it was probably like thirty percent.
0: Oh, jeez it was fairly recent assassin's creed didn't do that no
1: that was a garbage movie i'm thinking it lost a couple years but the time maybe it was
0: was it the tomb raider movie it might have been anyway i I don't feel like that one did super great either like i like i i feel like it did better but i don't think i don't know
1: john anderson of newsday said highly anticipated adaptation of the popular computer game is uneven sometimes awkward But Angelina Jolie makes the title character a virtual icon of FIBA, competence, and coolth. Coolth? Coolth.
0: Coolth? Coolth. No, no coolth. Okay.
1: Stephen Hunter of the Washington Post said, loud, banal, empty, frenzied, plasticized, flavorless, drab, violent in a bloodless way, and sexy in a sexless way.
0: Now somebody had their word of the day calendar out. I know. That's why I picked (laughs) it
1: and roger ebert actually liked it
2: oh yeah (laughs) he
1: said here's a movie so momentally silly yet so wondrous to look at that only a churl let's be a word of the day could find fault (laughs) it was nominated for several saturn awards uh best sci-fi movie and best actress and mtv movie awards for best actress and best fight which was angelina versus the robot it was also nominated for Stinker's Bad Movie Awards for the worst screenplay for a film grossing more than $100 million using Hollywood bath. but it lost to Pearl Harbor, <laughs> which I've never seen.
0: I've seen that. It's not good.
1: No, I've heard it's yeah. quite terrible. Yeah. I remember it being hot crap when I was 16, but that's because Josh Hartnett's her haughty hot hot.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Who's the other guy in that?
0: It's Affleck. Oh. Uh. It's a, it's him, Beck and Sale, and Hartnett as a triangle. Wobbly no, H? <laughs> no. There's no wobbly H's. or uh, Probably or would have made Towers. the movie better. It might have. Probably not. But Speaking it of have. going
1: back to 2001, I love that Bannifer is still going strong.
0: <laughs> anyway, that brings us to our reviews and seeing how this was your movie, you get to go first.
1: I'm going to give it a plane. Mm -hmm. I did find it fairly fun to watch. I was amused watching it. It is garbage. But I had fun. Mm -hmm. So it certainly isn't a burnt for me because I did enjoy myself despite the just absurdity of this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. This is a plane for me as well. But it's not like... It's not egregious, you know? Yeah. Like, like, there was things, like, I, I look at the movies that I've given burnt to, where it's like, I, I usually say something along the lines of, like, I wouldn't recommend you watch this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But when somebody, if somebody would ask me, like, hey, I'm going to watch Tomb Raider. You think I'll enjoy it? I would say something along the lines of, well, it's harmless, but it's goofy. Yeah, like, I,
1: would, I would say, yeah, you'll have fun. Don't yeah. expect to be a thinking through it, but yeah, you'll yeah. have a good time.
0: Yeah, you're not going to love it, but... It's a good you, way to spend it. You'll enjoy your time.
1: It's a good Friday night popcorn flick.
0: Yeah. The movie, yeah. the movie is not offensive in any way or anything like that. You 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 I don't know. There's some some it's head fun. scratchers, but it's it is fun. Yeah.
1: It's fun and it's fun to laugh along with it.
0: So there you go. Lanes all around. <laughs> yeah, fair. All right. So that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Burnt Popcorn. But next week. I I have to laugh because I picked my next film weeks ago. If you remember when we did X-Men, I was like, oh, there's there's two movies I'm picking between. I like you just keep, like, every time I stop saying something, you sink deeper and deeper into, like, sadness. (laughs) Do you have an idea what I'm about to say? No. You have no idea.
1: I don't. You're setting it up to be like, I know you're not going to like it, but I'm making you watch it anyway because it's my birthday.
0: No, I just didn't mean to do a second video game movie in a row. Oh. We're watching Mortal Kombat next week. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm sick. <laughs> it's my choice.
1: <gasps> okay. Yes,
0: And then the 1995 one, obviously, because the new one is not. Not, I could have made you watch *Mortal Kombat: Annihilation*. That hits our criteria. What's? No, I wouldn't do. What's that the
1: line from that one where it's like, from what's her name? Oh,
0: where it's like, "Mother, you're alive. Too bad you will die." That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. That's a bad movie. It does technically re- reach our criteria because it was a number one, but I w- I don't know if I would ever do it unless I'm really looking to just piss you off. <laughs> So next time. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I
1: don't remember this movie at all. I know I've seen it.
0: It's got Mortal Kombat in it. You should know that. And unlike the new Mortal Kombat movie, it actually has the Mortal Kombat tournament in it. That's nice. Oh, you're ready for bed. Well, on that note, then look forward to that movie next week. And uh, we're off to bed for this week's episode of Burn Popcorn. I'm Mike. I'm Laura. And I'll talk to you again soon.
2: Tired.